Fantastic Lady Day podcast. I am your host, Carrie Collins. Hopefully the audio is going to be a little bit better this time. We'll see. Who knows? Um, So obviously um, today I'm looking a little different. Um, This episode is going to kind of be dedicated to some much needed self-care. And I also wanted to talk about um, what it's like turning 40 this year. I turned 40 at the beginning of this year. Okay, son. And um, so yeah, we're going to get into all of the nitty gritty. I just went this past weekend to, I think one of my last friends to turn 40 this year. Um, I went to her 40th birthday party and it was the best time ever, first of all. Second of all, my husband actually got to go, so that's an even bigger deal. Um, So I thought um, this is going to be a little bit different of a podcast. Um, So we're going to do some self-care. We're going to talk about turning 40. um, And we're just going to talk about just body image and all the things. I've been really going through it. I have a lot to, to really talk about. So let's go ahead and get into our opening clip which I think is very fitting for today's theme of turning 40 and all those things. Get ready with me to go see my gravestone. They just put my name on it and I want to see it. And I want to show you too. It was $3,000 and it better look good. I'm getting buried next to my husband and I want to put lipstick on I'm not dying yet, but it's good to be prepared. It's good to be prepared. I'm going to wear these earrings because I'm going to look like it someday. Let me show you my outfit. This is my outfit for the cemetery. I hope all the ghosts like it. They're all dead and that's the way it goes. See you there. Look how good it looks. All they have to do is carve the day. Oh, yes. I mean, they say sometimes turning 40, it's just like your life is over (laughs) one foot in the grave. Uh, So this lovely, she's uh, Grandma Dronia, Dronia? I don't know how to say her last name. Anyway, she does a bunch of funny videos, but um, this is funny. The earrings that she's wearing are actually skeletons for all of my audio listeners. So that's kind of a funny point. She's a pretty styling uh, grandma, if I do say so myself. Um, I thought I would go ahead. I just took a shower, obviously, as you guys can see. And I thought I would just start going through my skincare, hair care, putting on some makeup, trying to look semi-decent. I should have gotten a mirror. Oh, well, whatever. doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to do my... Toner. I use, I have literally gone through and tried so many different products for my face. The only thing that, um, that works, that doesn't break me out, that makes my skin feel the best is Beauty Counter. Um, and this is the Counter Match Hydrogel Radiance Toner. I'll link everything that I'm using. Um, my favorite toner of ever of always is 100% Pure's. Uh, rose micellar rose water toner stuff but they had been out so I just went ahead and ordered this and then I'm doing my serums I've obviously already did my cleanser in the shower and then this is counter time cherapeptide radiance serum this is supposed to help with all the anti-aging things and then I go in with this uh, terapeptide supreme cream I have to have a thicker moisturizer because this skin is dry. Um, and normally I would go, I've been having hormonal breakouts. I'm just really, you guys, I'm, I'm waiting for menopause, perimenopause, menopause to happen. <laughs> I don't know. I have like quite a few years that usually doesn't like really start hitting until you're like in your fifties, but or closer to 50. But um, I don't know why. I'm going to do a little favorites here. I don't know why I haven't gotten on to the the, the pimple patch bandwagon. But I got a couple. I got these 
Mighty Patches. Um, these are the micro point for blemishes. So these are for the ones that are like underneath the skin. They kind of have like these little spikies. And then this one is for like once they burst through the skin and you can start. Um, I put these on. These are just the invisible spot covers. So like what's nice about these is like you can put them on and you can't really tell unless you're like close up on the skin. So anyway, Target. It's good times. Um... Yeah, but I pretty much use, like, Beauty Counter skincare. I have, like, anything with, that comes to, like, putting on, like, my face. Like, eyeshadow, eyebrows, eyeliner, the mascara, those kinds of things. Lipsticks. Like, I can get, like, drugstore brands. I don't mind about that. But, like, my foundation, my concealer, primers, things like that, I tend to get more clean beauty style because, um, and I don't have a brush either. I didn't come prepared. Like, there's just too many things when I'm shooting this podcast for me to remember. So I'm going to do my hair care. Um, I used to have the It's a 10 with keratin stuff, but I recently ran out. I need to get some more. But I've been using this Living Proof Scalp Care Dry Scalp Treatment. Does it work? I don't know. I've been having a lot more, like dandruff kind of the issues recently like scaly scalp again I have eczema I have skin problems just naturally so I just always have to have like extra skincare blah, 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 stuff so I'm gonna rub that into my hair cuz it's fun and then I've been really into the brand. Um, my last amazing hairdresser that I used to have before we moved far, far away from literally everything in the world. Um, she used, they use this product Lanza. Um, but this is keratin healing oil and I'm almost out. Um, but anyway, I have like super frizzy hair. So having stuff that helps deep res is like really important. I don't right now have a heat protectant, but typically my hair routine is just like, I'll run a brush through it, call it a day. Um, but I think for right now, I'm just going to put my headband on and pretend like I have my life together. I have no idea if this, if I look even semi-decent, but here's hoping. So there you go. Hair care, skin care. What do you know? Um, I'm going to let, I like to let my skincare marinate for a little bit before I start putting my makeup on. So I am going to do like a, by the end of this, have a full face of makeup. So that's going to be fun. Um, but I thought while we're letting... I don't know, and if you guys want to, you can put on masks, you can put on your pimple patches with me, whatever you feel like doing. It's good times. Um, I thought we would go through, um, so like I said at the beginning of this, um, no contacts either. Um, like I said at the beginning of this, I turned 40 at the beginning of this year, and I have never really dreaded turning 40, but I definitely had that stereotypical kind of fear about like how, uh, I don't know, I, about how like, you know, like it's too, like, like it's too late for like, it's like, I don't know. Like it's definitely like you're old. <laughs> and so now like turning 40, I realized that that's not true. Um, I mean, I definitely, I mean, I definitely can tell you that there is a difference between 40 and 20 or 40 and 30. But um, as far as like things physically and recovery wise, <laughs> um, but I mean, as far as like internally and how I feel like mentally and emotionally, like I don't really feel that different. I mean, I've had a lot of life experiences and I've gone through so many things and I definitely feel like I am a different person than even who I was five years ago, to be really honest with you. And, um, and I can tell you like the months 
leading up to turning 40, especially like the two months before I turned 40, I was just really spiraling. Um, I just, life, life had just been, especially last year, um, it was kind of depressing because I just had this whole plan. Like I was 39 and I was like, this is my year. I'm going to take this my year and I'm going to get back, get my health back together. I'm going to get a really good body. I was even thinking about doing like, um, not a bodybuilding, but what is like a fitness something or other. Um, just like really, like I wanted to be 40 and snatch, right. Um, I just wanted to go into 40 looking and feeling my best. And then deployment came. And if you didn't watch my memorial video, I'll link it somewhere where you can easily go to it. Um, but the military tends to ruin my life. <laughs> I mean, not to be dramatic, but kind of to be dramatic. The, the, it's like, I'll, it's always this way with, with my husband being in the military. It's like, I'll get on a real good run. I'll get on a real good way. And like, then something with the military comes and like swoops in and just disrupts my whole life. And so everything about last year and going in into my forties being like, I, I wanted to do a nice trip, um, with my husband or do something for my 40th birthday. Didn't even celebrate it really. Um, it was just, it was, it was depressing. And I'm, you know, and especially like after, uh, like I, I think I also said, like going to my friend's 40th, um, it really, it made me sad. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm just being selfish or I'm just being a whiny crybaby or what I'm, I, I don't know. I just, we've sacrificed a lot for my husband's career and I've sacrificed a lot. And I think last, after going through the just tremendous, I think it was bad. It was last year was bad and it almost broke me. And, um, I think after going through that, I realized that I don't want to continue to live my life for the next, like I already did the, this 10 years in this trauma and in this crazy with, with the military. And so once my mom came to live with us, I really wanted to dedicate the time that I had that I was able to break away from my stereotypical role. And just, I mean, I don't go anywhere. I don't do anything. I don't have a lot of friends. Um, so I don't go out. I don't socialize. It's just hundred percent. And especially when it's just me and my husband, because he's always gone, um, with something like, I just don't do anything. And I just am in mom mode and taking care of the house mode. And I don't go anywhere except for grocery shopping. And I hate it. I, I, last year I just, I've hated my life so much and the way it's been going. And it just, kind of started making me feel, um, I don't know, defeated. I just feel like right now I just felt really defeated and I wanted to take this time that my mom's here, that I can have breaks from my children, that I can go out with friends and do things. Um, I wanted to take the time to get out of survival mode because I've been in survival mode for pretty much since... I got pregnant or since we've had our daughter, I've been in survival mode. So almost 10 years of just surviving. And that includes, you know, just, I can't make decisions. I can't make future plans. I, like things just become too, like decisions and things about my life just become too intense. And so I've had to let my husband, you know, kind of take the reins on everything and make decisions for my life, which isn't good. And so I think that also, contributes to me just being so unhappy. Um, and then, you know, with that being said, turning 40, I just felt like, oh my God, you know, I just, I didn't know, I didn't have a plan necessarily of where I was going to be when I turned 40, but I definitely thought it would be different than what it is now. And, you know, I just never knew like how much kids do change your life and change the lifestyle that you lead. And especially with us, 
you know, not having a lot, not having family and friends and um, always kind of being in a financial struggle, it really does hinder being able to socialize and do things and meet people and things like that. So um, right now I can tell you I am in a different phase of my life. And I think because I made those realizations after I turned 40, of trying to get myself out of survival mode, um, which I don't feel like right now I'm in survival mode. Um, I feel like I'll truly be out of that once I feel like our youngest gets a few years older, um, specifically too, like once he starts talking and being able to communicate better, it's always a lot easier for parents to deal with because they can actually tell you things and how they're feeling and what's going on. So that I'm ready for that. Um, but, um, I'm definitely, I don't want to stay in the same place that we are. Um, I, I know that we're trying to, at least I am trying to work towards having a different life and having more support and having, um, things in my life that are just for me, you know, eventually looking at going back to work. And I mean, having my mom here living with us is such a blessing because that's opened up an opportunity for me to actually do self-care for me to actually just record this podcast. Um, because you know, with kids, you fit into their schedule. And, um, and that was another thing about going to my friend's birthday is like, I don't realize how secluded I have made myself until I go out and I realize, like, I mean, granted, you know, all of the friends that were there, you know, they don't, a lot of them don't have children. So it's like they're in kind of a different place with, like, children responsibilities. So they don't understand. So they have a lot more freedoms than me and my husband do. But um, but it, I just... I kind of got really teary eyed because I just realized like how much I need, I need that social activity. I'm always like a social, I've always been a social person. Even if I don't interact with everybody, anybody or whatever, I just like sitting and being around other people, listening to people's stories. Um, you know, that, that kind of thing. That's what kind of fills my, my tank, I guess. <laughs> Alexa, stop all timers. What a bitch. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. Alexa, stop. So yeah, anyway, I I'm just gonna unplug you because you're a bitch. Anyway, so yeah, turning 40 is kind of bittersweet. I mean, it's like once I got to the day, like, you know, and after, like, it, it's been fine. It's like you can't, you can't stop it. It's a train that's coming for you whether you like it or not. And so um, I just, I guess I just wanted to kind of talk about it just so I can make a declaration to myself that I'm going to start putting myself first and my needs first and doing more self-care things and healing my my own situation and getting myself out of survival mode however that process needs to look um because I'm just sick of the way my life has been going and um yeah so there is that and kind of with everything that's been going on, I have always, trigger warning, I may talk about eating disorders and things like that. Um, I've always had a struggle with body image and life, like life, you know, comparisons. And, um, like when I was a teen, you know, I had, I definitely had eating disorders and I was, I cut myself a lot and just had a lot of, uh, mental health issues when it came to body image and just trying to find what happiness is for me. And a lot of what happiness is for me when I'm in a depressive place 
or in my survival mode is I start to kind of compare my life to what I think others' lives are and try to emulate that. And that is not healthy. Um, And a lot of the times, you know, in my perception, emulating somebody who has a happy life or the life that I want is usually by, you know, body image or the external things because that's the only thing that I can really control is the external you know, what clothes I wear, what my hair looks like, my makeup, you know, products, you know, things like that. So I definitely have been slip sliding back into those old patterns, which aren't good. Um, and I don't know, guys, I just thought that marriage and kids and my life would be different. I knew that, you know, we would have struggles and there would be things, but I don't know, being this unhappy and this, I mean, when your husband tells you, oh, it's so nice to see you smile, when you realize you've been so angry and sad for so very long and nobody's seen you happy, um, that's a big, that was a big um, wake up call for me that, you know, I, I 100% am not very happy. I probably need to be going back to therapy, but it's just like a whole, with the whole therapy and insurance thing, it's just kind of a pain in the butt, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm trying. I think that's as best as any of us can do is that we just try. I mean, I know that I wasn't, I know from a, for a fact, even in my most suicidal days, um, I know that I wasn't put on this earth to suffer and be unhappy. And I think that's my, duty to myself, my, to, to figure out what is going to make myself a better person and a happier person. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to work towards and sorry to get heavy, but, um, I just, uh, yeah, I, I want to live a life that I can be excited about and have, my family experience different things and go different places and um, not just be stuck in the same role in the house and never leave and not make friends, and, you know, so. Um, but I found a few things that I thought were interesting on the internet. And there was actually this article by Mira Jacob with um, Harper's Bazaar. And um and it's the title of it is a message to the millennials about about to turn forty. Um, society has a vested interest in telling women that aging is terrible. Don't believe it. Anyway, I'm not going to read the whole article. You guys can look it up. I'll will put a link. Um, I'll put a link to the article. Um, um. Anyway, okay. Here we go. Can you imagine what we'd be capable of if we didn't feel bad about aging? If we marched towards our 40 with the joy of a population who understood we were about to feel totally fine about ourselves, if we took for granted what other people's criticism was and would always be the nipple hair of womanhood and decide that we were still going titties free into the club, the 40s, as it turns out, can be goddamn brilliant. They can be full of being your least cringing self, trying the things you were once scared to fail at, giving up on the shit that never felt great in the first place, and understanding that no one knows better than you what you should be doing with your mind, time, life, and body. They can be the moment you realize that anyone who tells you otherwise has a vested interest in keeping you small and scared. I kind of like this ending. Above all... Um, above all, they are the decade that I have realized on a cellular level the following truth. There is not a network sitcom, beer ad, or a man in the world who could ever begin to predict the capabilities of a woman who realizes that she has always, she was always invisible to them, which means they were always irrelevant to her. Ugh, that's a powerful that's a pretty powerful statement. I, like I said, I'll link the article, the full article. I think it's a good, like, read, reread to remind ourselves. I mean, 
whether or not you're turning 40 or not, I think it's just an overall, like we need to work on our self-esteem <laughs> for sure. Um, but on a lighter note, um, here are 10 cool things that turn 40 in 2000, uh, or 2023. So let's go through whatever those are. Um, first up is the A-team. If you don't know what the A-team is, then yeah, I don't blame you. It was 80s. Um, it ended in 86. So, um, swatches, that was a big deal. It's kind of like the first really fancy, cool, I mean, other than like, you know, the Rolexes, these were kind of like the cool, hip, I don't know, Flash Dance came out. Um, so it's turning 40, released on April 15th, 1983. Good times. Um, I guess, um, MJ, Michael Jackson did the first ever moonwalk on May 16th. That's fun. Reading Rainbow came out, guys, on, it premiered on June 6th, 1983. Lavar, Lamar, Lavar, Burton. Um, yeah, I religiously watched that show. Um, and I, but my favorite thing was like doing the crafts that they would show on that show. That was like the funnest part. The police, every breath you take, every breath you take. That's good times. Um, love us, love us some sting. When did that come out? That came out, or that went number one in July and stayed there for eight weeks. So there you go. You can listen to that on Spotify. Mila Kunis, who doesn't love a good, that 70s show? Um, she turned 40. I mean, good times. Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Have you guys read it or watched the movie? I haven't read it, but I've watched the movie. Um... Oh my god. It's it's a crazy movie. It's about this girl who buried her cat and then basically all these animals come back to life and try to harm you. Cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch. Actually they came out earlier than the 80s, but I guess by it says by December 12th um they were like pretty much ups, like taking over Taking over the world. Cabbage Patch. I know that I had at least one or two Cabbage Patch kids um, back in my day. So, good times. Did you know that the Chicken McNuggets came out in, in 1983? Like, if that isn't a reason to celebrate, then I don't know what is. I think that's it. But isn't that cool? I just thought that that was an, that was an interesting, that was an interesting little read. And then, most importantly, I wanted to see what other celebrities. And I was actually really impressed. I am in a group of some really amazing celebs, and I'm just super, I'm super shocked. I'm super excited about it. So here are all the um, celebs that are turning 40 this year. We were all born in the same year. That's what's been really interesting is to see kind of, I don't know. I don't see my generation get older, especially celebrity-wise. It's like, wow, interesting. All right, let's get into it. So, Eddie Redmayne. So, if you've watched Fantastic Beasts, he's the lead guy. January 6th. I don't know who Ruth Nega is. Uh, the loving actress. I don't know who that is. Kate Middleton. Her Royal Highness next to be queen um her birthday's out. i didn't know that her birthday was january too i'm a january baby Dwayne wade an athlete basketball i think yeah basketball january 17th jody sweden if you didn't watch tgif when you were growing up i think me and my friends lived for tgif it was full house family matters i can't remember the there was like there was like two, like two, like three or four, maybe three or four in the lineup. 
Um, but yeah, um, Full House was a staple uh, in my youth. I have no idea who this is. Um, David Diggs, Hamilton, Adam Lambert. We all know American Idol. So he turned uh, 40 on the 20, January 29th. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, what was that show? Third Rock from the Sun. That was one of my favorites way back in the day before he was, you know, popped off in these movies. Um, Bala Chen. Don't know who she is. Jessica Biel. I mean, Seventh Heaven. Married to Justin Timberlake. I am in good company, you guys. Like, this is making me feel good. Like, these people obviously have a ton of money so that they could do all of the treatments to keep them looking so fresh and so clean, whereas I do not. Thora Birch. She is a queen. She is... I've watched so many Thora Birch movies. Some of my favorites is Now and Then. Now and Then. Um, she was in Hocus Pocus. She played um, the, the young sister. Um, Hocus Pocus. Oh, what's the other one? Um, American Beauty. She was in American Beauty. Amazing. She was, oh, what is that one movie? Oh, oh no. It's like right here. I'm going to have to look it up because it's going to drive me crazy. It's her and another girl. And I can't remember what movie it is. Anyway. Um, yeah. Constance Wu. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, that's right. I watched that. That was really good. Chloe Zhao. And I, I'm not sure. Taryn Killam from SNL fame. He's also married to, what's her, what's her name? Scarlett Johansson. Colby Smulders. How I Met Your Mother. That's pretty cool. April 3rd. Seth Rogen. I didn't, I thought he was way older. So that's exciting. I love him and his movies. Ali Wong is my absolute queen. She has the best stand-up comedy. Um, I, I relate it. Like, her first um, her first uh, Netflix special, uh, it was 100% spot on. Kelly Clarkson. So, you know. Kirsten Dunst. I have also watched a shit ton of her movies. She is an amazing actress. Um, so that's really, really exciting. Interview with a Vampire. Virgin Suicides, um, Mona Lisa's Smile, I mean, the list goes on. Jamie Dorn Dornan of Fifty Shades of Grey fame, so need I say more? Vanessa Bryant, God bless, rest in peace, Colby. Um, Alexandra Breckenridge, don't know you. Prince William, of course. He really kind of uggoed up, though, I'm sorry. Um, Lizzie Kaplan. Mean Girls. Oh, oh, I remember. Yes. She played, um, oh no, why can I think of her name? Janice? Yeah, I think it was Janice. She played Janice. Hillary Burton. Sure. Sophia Bush. Remember her from One Tree Hill? Priyanka Chopra, who is married to a famous Jonas. So she's amazing. Jared Pedelecki, my husband, loves Supernatural, so he would appreciate that. Paul Wesley from uh, Vampire Diaries. Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist. We don't need to talk about her. Sebastian Stan, Winter Soldier. Yes, yes, yes. John Mulaney, great comedian. Leanne Rhymes, I used to be obsessed with her back in the day when she was a country music artist. I don't know if she still is, but Andy Riddick, sure. Misty Copeland, don't know who you are. Little Wayne. <laughs> Little Wayne. I can't believe Little Wayne is 40. Anna Camp, Pitch Perfect. Lacey Chabert again. Um, oh, she was Mean Girls and a lot of, I think she was in some other. Karen Culkin, Macaulay Culkin's brother, my age. Matt Smith from The Crown and Game of Thrones and the or the new um the new Game of Thrones, whatever it's called, House of Dragons. Yeah, you did. And my queen, my absolute princess diaries queen, Anne Hathaway. I share a birthday year, November twelfth. Gemma Chan, she's gorgeous. 
Can we just stop and take a moment about how gorgeous she is? This is what I'm talking about. <gasps> this one shocked me. I didn't know Nicki Minaj was my age. We share a birth year. And I'm just like over the fucking moon because I love Nicki Minaj. I love that she's outspoken and absolutely amazing. Charlie Cox, Daredevil. Alison Brie, used, I loved her in the sh that show, Community. And I think that's it. So that's exciting. Good time. Um, so I think it's time that I put some spackle on my face. So while we're watching these videos, I'm going to start spackling. Um, and I'll, again, I'll have a list of like all of the products that I use. So don't, don't you worry. I'm going to keep you in the loop. So some of these have definite, um, references to being old and then some of these are just for fun. So here we go. You want to know what life's like when you're middle-aged? You just wander around all day muttering shit to yourself like, wait, what was I saying? Hang on. Shit. Where's my phone? Now I know they're making the words smaller on this bottle. It's like a size one font. Nobody can read that shit. Where are my reading glasses? I own like 17 pair. You think they'd actually want you to be able to read the directions? I can never find my phone. I think the pill people and the glasses people are in cahoots together. I know that's my password. I really should write this shit down. Oh, looky there. There's my coffee. I was looking for you. I think my glasses are hanging out with my phone. Oh, I'm going to put this in my snack drawer next to my bed. I don't want anybody else to have it. What the fuck is my password? Oh, look, there's my phone right next to my glasses. You want to know what life's like when you're middle <laughs> Oh, it's good times. Oh, Lord. Okay. And, uh, you know, I have to have a video of some fantastic ladies doing fantastic things. This one, again, is just, is just funny. Um, so, and for all you audio listeners, see, I put it in my brain, so I'm going to remember. if that is actually real I mean I guess it could be real but anyway it's this lovely beautiful woman and some fantastic pastel glitter pants shorts might I add um she's on one of those like hoverboard things and yeah um <laughs> she has a pot she's just rolling around she has a pot in her hands and then she goes closer to the camera and farts into the pot into the camera so you know that's good good times um here's another uh body function video i feel like that's something that i would say or do to be really honest with you guys <laughs> Yikes. Um, but yeah, so. Oh, and this is Janelle Monet talking about her thick era. So. My thick season right now. Yeah. Like, for me. For you. For me. I mean, I'm petite, but yeah. I, it can get thick. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, I've learned, I'm like, ride that wave. Do you ride the wave? I couldn't fit them suits anymore. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what is going on? And I would be dieting or running or exercising, trying to fit into, and I'm just like, no, no, we here. This is where we are. Like we, we not about to be utilizing life to try to be an old version of ourselves. No matter how celebrated that version of me was, I'm, I'm here. Mm. I'm here. My thick season right now. Yeah, girl. I mean, preach. It's. Ah, I feel like a lot of the things that I've been trying to seek out are just things that I have just really been needing to like tell myself and hear. To be really honest with you, um, I've just been. I I kind of and especially since my miscarriages, I just feel like I've just really struggled with being at peace with my body. Um, 
especially during my whole like miscarriage stuff like I just felt so betrayed by my body you know when it comes to doing what it was designed to do and it wasn't capable you know of doing it I've just been really trying to navigate that emotionally with being okay and understanding that unfortunately I do when it comes to physical things in my body I do have actual physical limitations and and that's really hard and I think still now I have a lot of a lot of issues body image wise because of that not only that but you know I've gained I've gained a lot of weight and you know clothes started not feeling good I start not I have I've really been feeling good in my clothes and I'm kind of a person that believes like you your body shouldn't fit the clothes the clothes should fit your body so I believe like if you don't have if you have clothes that don't fit then don't wear them give them to somebody else and, and, and you know wear clothes that make you feel good um because it's you know things like that could be like the tipping scale for you know for people to just go into these eating disorders and I definitely don't want to go into any negative habits or patterns um, again because I just I just don't have I just don't need to do that in this stage of my life I don't have time for that <laughs> Um, and I hate to say it, but I, that's why I kind of, you know, not that having severe anxiety is easy, but that's where like it really having the anxiety does kind of curb my, my weight, um, and it keeps it in a specific category. So for me to be, you know, in my, in a different weight that I haven't been in, in a very, very long time. And the last time I was at this weight, I struggled mentally with it. Um, I'm trying to navigate it as, as lovingly as I can within my limits. <laughs> to be really honest with you guys, um, I'm just really struggling. I'm really, I just got to a point where I just got so depressed that I just couldn't even really, I hadn't really been looking in the mirrors. Um, and then when I started you know, looking in mirrors again, I just didn't even recognize my own face anymore. There's just a lot more wrinkles and a lot more stress and a lot more, there's like a lot more stuff going on and, and it just kind of makes me sad sometimes because, you know, all these years have taken so much out of me to see it physically happening in my body it's just, it's just to see what this body has gone through in the last 10 years is just I just wish I would have I just wish things could have been different so that's why I'm hoping right now I'm I can make the steps towards you know really you know better taking care of my of myself my body, everything. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, we need some happiness. I'm starting to get sad. <laughs> so here's some cringe videos from some really just ugh, dudes. So. You know you you've seen this if you haven't, but you know this. There's people. There's some people on the internet that just don't know. That just don't know how to uh, how to work the phones. <laughs> Find you a man that drinks beer because I promise you, if he can drink that nasty shit, he'll eat your ass. I mean, I mean, that's just that's just good. That's just good to know, actually. I'm that's just, that's just good advice. Eating ass. 
Oh my god. This, yeah. I let somebody pee so hard down the back of my throat it came out my nose. How was that? It was pretty awesome. Wow. Check out the sinuses. This episode is sponsored by Zyrtec. <laughs> this guy wanted me to make chocolate chip cookies, but with my poop baked into them. How much are those scan cookies going for? About a thousand dollars. That's some gigs and shit. <laughs> I mean, gross. But, you know, people do have, like, crazy weird fetishes. Like, I mean, that's how OnlyFans came to be. I mean, right? So, yikes. A uh, yikes. All right. I think we have one more. Oh, here we go. You're welcome. Hello, ladies. How you doing? <laughs> okay, just, uh... Playing. I guess you ladies probably turned your head and went like that, didn't you? Okay, no problem. I got uh, that hello, ladies, from Valvinus, the wrestler on television. Well, anyway, what I'm really wanting to get at, uh, today I had a pretty good day at work. This afternoon I started thinking about my kids and started falling, getting down and out, but I got sincere with God and He lifted me back up in the night I do feel his presence and when I'm like that I feel safe I know he's my friend and he's help everybody all over everywhere he is today I did go to Daymart had a good little meeting we did we go in there and, uh, and talk to one another about our situations you know and try to help one another out and Last night at church, it was a good service. They uh, talked in the Bible of when Jesus said, when he knocks, when he knocks on your door, and if you open your door and let him in, he will come in and sup with you. And what that means is... <laughs> Again, it's another one of those people who don't quite understand, like, this isn't a phone call, right? You're not talking on the phone. You're not... Like, who are you sending this to? Like, who are you talking to? Oh, my God. Old people that just don't understand how to work technology. It, it cracks me up. And, I mean, you know, we're all going to be one of those someday. Um, I thought today we're going to end on a fun note. And I wanted to do another quiz. And then this one is, um, it, it, will reveal, it will reveal what kind of hot girl summer we're going to have. So let's get into this quiz. I'm very excited, but BuzzFeed better come, better come with it. What's the song of summer for you? Antihero by Taylor Swift. Absolutely not. Princess Diana by Ice Spice and Nikki? Maybe. Cuff It by Beyonce and Satellite by Harry Styles. I am a Beyonce stan, so we're going to do that. Here we go. Summer ice cream flavor. Vanilla, chocolate, coffee, birthday cake. Let's do chocolate. Summer show. The Summer I Turn Pretty. Never seen it. Never have I ever. No. <gasps> Based on a true story, have no idea. And just like that, you know. No, I'm a Sex in the City girly. Movie of the Summer, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, finally have, finally, some fave summer fast food. McDonald's, Dairy Queen, Taco Bell, Dunkin'. Hmm. If it's summer, I would say Dairy Queen. Let's see. Oh, no. <laughs> Hot girl sad summer. Oh, okay. You're feeling all the feels. It's okay. This summer you can relax and spend some time crying into some ice cream. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's not good, guys. But it is fitting. I feel like with everything that I talked about, 
um, it's probably it's probably the most fitting, to be really honest with you guys. Anyway, <sighs> we've come to yet the end of another episode. Um, I I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, remember that you can not only watch on YouTube, but you can listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And yeah, um, to those of you who are turning 40 this year, um, welcome to the club. We're all here together trying to navigate it. Um, to those of you who are struggling, struggling with body image and everything, again, we're all going through, you know, we're all going through our own personal struggles. Um, and just know that, you know, I'm here. I'm doing it too. I'm navigating it. I'm trying to turn things around. So yeah, don't forget to, if you're watching this, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification so that you can be notified whenever I upload a new episode. I upload episodes every Friday. I got some good stuff coming. Um, so stay tuned again. I thank you for sticking with me on this episode and, uh, yeah. And I hope you guys have a fantastic lady day. Bye everyone. Thank you.